Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design. There's only one. And now, your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Selden. Well, hello, you fabulous interior design professional. Welcome to Business of Design. I am so, so glad you're here. And I have the most wonderful, lovely guest for you. This is one of those learning episodes where I feel like I'm coming away with so many exciting things I want to try in my own business. Uh, We are um, trying something new this year. We are, um, not only are we posting the podcast in audio, but it's also posted on YouTube live. So if you're watching, hey, how are you? Please don't judge. I will not be wearing makeup on every episode. Who knows? You might see me wearing makeup once in a while, but not today. Today, instead, you're going to hear me speak with an amazing interior design professional named uh, Patrick Ediger. And Patrick is from Los Angeles. He's from the Pasadena area. And he is going to talk to all of us about his commitment to sustainability and uh, being that interior design professional who leaves the world in a better place than he found it. And I was really inspired by our conversation. I hope you will be too. Uh, We're going to hear some announcements from Cheryl and I will get right into the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks, Kimberly. Well, we only have one event left this year, and it's our BOD Live member meeting. For those of you new to Business of Design, these monthly meetings are our opportunity to introduce our members to other industry experts, discuss topics that are not part of our core curriculum, feature some of our amazing BOD members and their superpowers, or do a deep dive into one of our programs or courses. That's what we're doing this month. We're focusing on your salary and the importance of paying yourself first. For those members planning to join us, we encourage you to take or retake the first course in the BOD program, Salary, Revenue, Profit, Wealth. That's your homework. We also want you to come prepared having thought about how much you paid yourself this year. Was that more or less than you would have made working for somebody else? We hope it's more, but we also know that for so many designers, that's not the case. We also want you to set some goals in terms of what you wanna pay yourself next year. Every full-time interior design professional deserves a salary that is six figures, year after year, without fail. That's the goal. If you are not already hitting that figure, let Business of Design get you there in 2024. We hope to see you at our final BOD Live of the year, which is happening December 20th at 1 p.m. EST. If you're not already a member of Business of Design, please join us. It's not too late to sign up. Join us for that meeting in order to kickstart your new year and make 2024 your best year yet. We would love to be a part of that journey with you. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at any time, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com. And of course, all of our events are available to you at businessofdesign.com. BOD Live is always listed in the events section. Thanks so much. We hope to see you at BOD Live on December 20th. Bye. Nice to meet you, Patrick. It's great to meet you as well. 
We are gonna do this like live to oh, camera. Wow, that's exciting. Your, your your background is so great. I'm like I look like a cat burglar or something. <laughs> Uh, I love your glasses. Those are great frames. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where are you at? What part of LA? So I'm in Eagle Rock. Okay. So like right between Glendale and Pasadena. Totally, totally. Yeah. I'm I'm in Santa Monica. My I'm not currently in Santa Monica. Now I'm in Toronto, but my brother lived in Eagle Rock for a while. So I know exactly where it is. Oh, wonderful. How Excellent. I love how oh shoot. Sorry, I'm just getting my desktop cleared <laughs> off here, and I almost closed Zoom, which is not what I want to do. Not at all. Make it go away. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, I love it because it's just you know it's a little neighborhood. It's it's a sweet little place, and it's quiet, and you know we have exciting wildlife like coyotes and. Um... I know <laughs> coyotes ate um, Lil. Their cat, my brother's cat. Oh no! Traumatic. Yeah, that's pretty. Lil common. and Lil, and my niece called them Lil. She couldn't say it, so anyway, but they got eaten. <laughs> All right. So we've established that you're in California, but everybody listening or watching is kind of like, what the heck are you going to talk about? And I was really excited by your application, especially when you talked about the rule of thirds. So before I ask you about the rule of thirds, though, because we are doing this live now, I am going to kind of jump into your um, bio just as a by way of introduction. But everybody, this is Patrick, pa Patrick Digger. <laughs> And I understand that your passion for design began at a very young age, springing from an education in theater arts. Really? I was a yeah. person too. Oh, I'm, I love that. We're just destined to be friends. Like, you know, I think there's such a, <laughs> sorry, there's such a huge correlation between theater and interior design. It's, you know, it's such a collaborative art and so is what we do. So yes. And that background is so helpful in terms of communication and being open and, you know, yes, and and all that kind of stuff with your yep. clients. I love that. Um, and I understand you've drawn inspiration from your um, location in Southern California. You have a beautiful website. I checked it out. It's gorgeous. But not only do you want to design spaces that are livable and sophisticated, you want them to also be environmentally conscious. And I think that that's a really important goal. And I, I also got just a little bit jealous when I read that you have done some work with Christina Aguilera. like... <laughs> If, uh, if I could sing and I could choose what I could sound like, it would be Christina. She's the best of the best. She's the best of the best. I love her so much. I went to a fundraiser um, at her house, but we didn't get to go inside. So I didn't oh, get to see your work yeah. firsthand. I got to see the backyard, which was really nice. Well, I did the backyard as well. <laughs> did you really? It was stunning. Yeah. Oh my God, I have all these pictures of it. That's hilarious. I went with my daughter. It was a... a Which was, fundraiser was it? It was a political fundraiser. It was 2000. Yeah, she does a lot of... Yeah, yeah. It was she's 2000. done them for Obama, for, for Hillary, for yeah. several people. It was for Hills. It was yeah. for Yeah, yeah. I was at that I don't too. Want to it was talk great. about that. It's <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, what I do want to talk about is your rule of thirds. I had never heard that before. Is that is that something that you made up or is that a thing? It's something know? that I totally made up. Um, and it's funny, since I've made it up, I have actually heard of other designers use similar formulas, but in different ways. I've just applied it to the rules of sustainability. So in all of my projects, I use one third vintage, reused, uh, 
recycled, either the client's own, you know, existing furnishings that we refinish or recover, um, or we found an antique short, uh, store or, um, um, you know, an antique fair. And um, one third must be sustainable. So that's either in fabrication or in makeup. And then one third is sourced locally, made by a local maker and um, made right here in Los Angeles or at least California. I absolutely love this commitment. I, it never occurred to me to have a rule like that in my life. But that is absolutely beautiful. Do your, are your clients aware of the rule of thirds? They so they are, and and it actually it all spurred from a couple of a couple of client situations. Um, one of where a client was, it was my first time working with them. They had tried to do it on their own in their previous home, and they made a lot of mistakes. You know, they recognized how poorly and cheaply furniture is made from most retail. Yeah. places around the United States and we're really really discouraged by that and also really discouraged by the amount the little amount of money they got in return when they're going to resell these items and so um the client said hey how can we do this better um how can we do this better for the planet for our bottom line for you know for every every reason and i said you know you're absolutely right i've been actually having these conversations a lot with other designers and it's you know i think the statistic is that the furniture industry dumps 40 million tons of furniture into the landfills <laughs> oh, every sorry. year which <laughs> wait of course I'm gonna... <laughs> bless you oh my gosh <laughs> i think that that sum made me choke. Say, yeah, it's in. How much I think it's like 40 million tons. 40 million tons of landfill waste. Yeah. It's, and it's, annually? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know, and I'm part of that. I am it's, a part of that. We all are. We all are. And as designers, I feel like we're responsible for it, at, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So. I said to her, okay, great. I think this is a great goal. You know, I have a lot of makers here in Los Angeles that I know are making their products in semi-sustainable ways. Um, they're made right here. You know, I know the best way to achieve a goal, uh, to achieve something is to make goals, is to say, okay, let's set a boundary around this. You know, yeah. let's say that we're going to, sh to aim for 50%. 50% of the materials and furnishings going into your home um, will be either sourced locally, and we made a boundary of California. Uh, we actually ended up stretching that, that boundary to the West Coast because there were some makers in Oregon and Mexico and places like that. It was like, you know, another couple hundred miles isn't really going to kill us in here. Um, and, and, um, and then, yeah, we just kind of, kind of used that as our, as our guide. And um, we ended up, I think it was around 60% of what we put into the home was um, either local or sustainable or both. And I thought, you know what? This is way easier than I ever, ever considered. I'm going to apply this to every single project. And so that's when I came up with my rule of thirds. I love it. And of the three, vintage, sustainable, or locally made, what is the most difficult category to fulfill on? <sighs> You know, I would say probably sustainably made. It's getting easier, but, and that's why my category is somewhat broad in that either it's in the fabrication or in the makeup 
ideally both because you know there's a lot of makers who make things here locally but of course like just take a sofa for example the foam is from asia the springs are from asia the fabrics nine times out of ten from europe you know all the elements are coming from all these different places around the world and not that that's a bad thing you know it's not like they're shipping an entire sofa across across the ocean so there is some carbon savings in all that um but i can't say it's a 100 sustainably made item um but i think that also keeping in mind and this is kind of something that i preach to my clients is that we have to have some grace around this too you know our goals have to be both a challenge but achievable this is still a grassroots movement and it's important to kind of keep that in mind i think have you ever found yourself drowning in a sea of vendor logins clicking through endless links and trying to keep tabs on all the orders for all your design projects? Well, say hello to Daniel House Club. They're not just any old club. They're founded by fellow designers who get us. They'll provide you with everything you need to manage your design business all in one place. Let Daniel House Club take the order logistics off your hands and handle the hassle. And that lets you focus on what you do best, which is design beautiful spaces, right? With the industry's lowest trade price and flat rate shipping, which is awesome, across top vendors like Forehands, Eichholz, and Korean Co., you can take control of your business and increase your bottom line while delivering exceptional value. Join as a Pro Plus member today and get 50% off your membership at danielhouse.club backslash BOD. And because this community is so important to Daniel House Club, they're extending another special offer. Top BOD customers on DHC currently have over $100,000 of furniture on each of their boards. Whether you've been on DHC for years or you're signing up today, add $10,000 worth of goods to your board. That's not a lot, right? And you will be emailed a $100 gift card to use on future orders. Thank you, Daniel House Club. We love that. Wow. And I, I suspect, how long have you been doing this? Maybe... about two years it's like oh, i would say in only new. it's really new it's really new yeah so i have it's it, got it's getting easier right it's like it's definitely getting easier and i'll say that you know it happened organic organically i didn't wake up one day and say i'm going to be a sustainable interior designer it was more of i woke up one day and i i thought oh i'm using all these sustainable methods i should really put um you know I should put words around this. I should say, this is what this is. And I should talk about it with my clients. Um, I think it's, it's a big conversation, especially here in California. Uh, and I would think people would seek you out because of it, that, that there might even be enough interest that people would say, I'm looking for someone who at least thinks about the ecological impact of a project. I think if anything, it's certainly retained clients. That's for sure. Um, you know, in the past four years, I've watched most of my clients go from driving Range Rovers and G-Wagons to Teslas and and um, hybrids. So it's it's becoming part of the culture. And I think that in the future, it will be expected. Why do you talk to your clients about... Um... 
the money because I have a lot of clients who say, I want it to be green. I want it to be sustainable. And then we present something and they'll say, oh, that's, that's really high. Well, you know, it is a sustainable product and it costs a little bit. Oh, well then what's the not sustainable product look like? Like, no, right. how, do you, how do you convince them of the, you know, the sanity of this choice and the well-being of this choice, I guess. It's the same conversation that you have with your client about purchasing quality. You know, it's um, educating them, but also making it an accessible conversation and bringing it to the here and now. You know, I think that when you kind of start talking in those terms, it becomes a non-issue. And the money is relatively, yes, it's, I'll say it's more expensive in a couple of ways. One is it requires a little more research. And in my case, I'm doing a lot of custom furnishings with makers who are, are building sustainably. So there's obviously time involved in that. So the line item number for a sofa or a chair isn't dramatically more expensive. It's the time. That, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And that that's a conversation we all have to have all the time because when clients want to cut costs, they think by replacing the one drapery fabric with the other drapery fabric, that's going to be dramatically different, but labor is labor. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm trying to negotiate labor costs with our hardworking you know, frankly, barely earning a living trades, right? Exactly like it's right. not like these guys are retiring after one project. Everybody's working really hard out there. Interesting. Um, I love this. I'm trying to think like, I'm such a like action Jackson. I'm trying to think, am I going to do this? Like I'm, I'm afraid to commit, but I feel like I want to commit to something. I encourage you to, it's, it's much, much, like I said, I, I, it, uh, I don't consider myself a sustainability expert. This is more uh, born out of request and passion and drive. Yeah. And it was just kind of a, um, a moment in the last couple of years where I thought, oh, wow, I'm, I'm doing this. I need to talk about it more. Yeah, yeah. How do you find those partners who are working with sustainable materials or trying to? How do you even go about finding them? Because you can't just assume, right? Right, exactly. So it's a combination of things. You know, I anymore, I was just having this conversation with a designer last night. And anymore, I feel like I find most of my new vendors via Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm an Instagram hog, like every day, scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, trying to find the new now next. Um, and a lot of small companies are, are now marketing and advertising on Instagram. It's a great way to find people. Yeah. I have to do better at that. I kind of look for a couple minutes and I can put Instagram down for like a month and not think about it, which is not good. I really should. I probably use it a little bit too much, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's got to be a, a fine balance. There. A happy medium. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not a happy medium person. I'm all in. Are you that way? I, uh, it depends on what it is with interior design. Yes. Yeah. Like it is, it is my drug. <laughs> It is uh, what I sleep, eat, and breathe. So, um, yeah. I love that. Um, what's next for your company then? What What are your big goals going forward? Because I know you mentioned you like to have a goal. You know, I think with with this, it's always 
taking what we did on the last project, evaluating, saying, this is what went really well. This is where we were successful. This is where we worked with this new partner and they made these claims and we can go check, 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 check. Yes, this is great. And then here's a partner where, mm, you know what? Yes, they're using sustainable methods. They're using, um, you know, low VOC paints and foam and things like that, but their quality isn't as good as the person that I was using that maybe doesn't make all those claims. And so it's kind of a balance. And, you know, just, just looking at um, each project and then revising, reevaluating, and then making new goals for it. That's, that's how I approach it. We recently had someone on the podcast who does a after like an analysis of every project afterwards, she takes her whole team back to the project. They talk about it, not in front of the client. They talk about what, what went well and what didn't go well. And she also invites her trades to be part of that. Like I thought, wow, that is, we do some analysis, but not that thorough. And yeah. I think that's enough. See, there's something else I have to add to my wow. list of things I want to do with my life. Well, and the second part of my rule of thirds too is that, you know, so you can imagine with, with those three relatively broad categories, there's a lot of overlap. So very often I can get an item that's vintage and local, or I can get an item that's sustainable and vintage. Um, I mean, sustainable is vintage. So, you know, I kind of, I, I categorize things as bronze, silver, and gold. So if it falls into one category, it's a bronze, two categories is silver, three categories gold. And the end of, and we've just put that with our furniture tracking guide. So at the end of the project, I can show my clients a report saying 35% of the items we sourced fall into the silver category, you know, if 17% fall into gold, etc. And so it's, it's a way for us to track and it's a way for us to show our clients how much we're accomplishing and, you know, how, how, how much good we're doing for, for them and for the planet. This is so amazing to me because yeah, it is good. It's good for everybody, but I also think it's going to turn out to be a really winning business strategy for you, which is amazing. I think so too. I love it. Okay. So when I get, I'll be back in LA in February this year, we're going to hang out. We're going to be best friends, right? I love it. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Obvious. <laughs> and I'm not just saying this because I want you to introduce me to Christina, by the way, not just. No, I, I won't, I will not ask you that. I will, I promise I will not ask you that, but I will ask you that. <laughs> we like to end every episode with design intervention, just a last piece of great advice. Yeah. So this was like, I thought of a thousand things for this. Yeah. I, so I've been listening to your podcast since 2018. I'm a long time listener. What year is and it? It's like 2023. It's, Where have you been? Yeah. You yeah right. <laughs> it hadn't occurred to me until now. <laughs> are you listening? Are you listening? And have you had the same thought? You guys come on the show. You know, you, you were a member of Business of Design, right? You've That's been, right. Yes. We and have I found that the people who have been members, the designers who are members or have been members are the best guests because they are really committed to running a profitable, successful, thriving business. So yes. I'm so happy you finally picked up the phone or the mouse. <laughs> yeah, I, um, me too. Me too. Um, no, in fact, I went to your um, conference in Vegas in 2020. Oh my gosh. That in January of 2020. Like right before we everything. Had, the no, world like, shut down. Yeah. We would have hugged more. <laughs> like, we would have like lingered longer. We had no idea what was coming. 
everything was so sweet and innocent and we had no idea. We were just talking the other day about the video <laughs> that we showed, the BOD to go video in the yes. car, in the car. We have not even released that. Can you believe it? Because Oh, wow. it's just like COVID happened and we're like, whoa, we just, we're turning 20 next year. We're, we're going to um, figure out how to use the videos finally. But anyway, we got sidetracked because you were talking. I Yes. asked you about a design intervention and I don't know how we got here, but we did. So for me, the biggest lesson I've learned, and I, this is something I've picked up from so many places, including business of design, is surround yourself with diversely talented people. Um, people who solve problems differently than you do and um, who think differently than you do. I think there's... a lot of talk today about finding your tribe and i think that's a little bit misguided because i think that tribes are like-minded people all trying to say solve the same problem the same way and teams are diversely talented people who think differently who are trying to solve the same problem in very very different ways and therefore your outcome is just more well thought out and i think your results are better I like that. I really like that. And I think that's been true in my life. I made the mistake in my early years as a designer, I continually hired the person who reminded me of me. And that was just a disaster. And my very best hires have been those people. I thought there's no way this is going to work out. Like, I just don't see us like hanging out together. And in fact, next week we're having our company uh, holiday party. And I think four of the people at the table have been with me like over 15 years. It's like, Oh, that's what amazing. happened? How did that happen? And these are people I thought there's no way they're going to make it. There's <laughs> no way they're going to last. <laughs> I love that. Hilarious. What I don't know could fill a book. Anyway, I'm so happy to have met you finally, Patrick, uh, I guess, or to see you again, because you were at that big conference. I'm going to give some thought to everything I learned from you today. And thank you so much and continued success. And please come back on the podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much, uh, Kimberly. Um, I have to say that, you know, thank you for having me on, but also thank you for creating the community that you've created. Um, well, I started listening to you. I was in a bit of a dark spot. You know, it was a time when my company was running me rather than the other way around. Yeah. And listening to you was part of my spark of going, I'm doing this wrong and I need to, you know, I need to rethink about this and I need to build my company in my own vision and authentically from my own point of view. And you were, um, you were part of that. So thank you. That's so cool. We we talk about like what an honor and a privilege it is to be part of people's success stories. Like it's, it really is. I do not take it for granted. And I feel really inspired by the things I learn on the podcast from, from people exactly like you. So thank you. I, we appreciate that. We really do. We're all sentimental these days because we're turning 20. So, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. like, oh, we got next October is our 20th. <laughs> So we're trying to figure out how we're going to celebrate. But anyway, thank oh, I love you that. so much for that. And I'm going to, I'll reach out to you in February. Maybe there's going to be a show house in Pasadena or something. It'd be so fun to go and hang out. Yeah, it sounds like that. fantastic. I'd love that. All right. Stay well. Happy holidays, Oh, wait. by the way. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye for now. Bye bye. Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today.
it's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.